Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope we got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry will fire it away with five, and he hit it, falling away. Gordon right there, nothing he could do about this. Shot it sideways. Yeah, he shot it from his waist. And that would do it for the Rockets. Night-night on the Steph Curry fadeaway three. Warriors win finally on the road. 127 to 120 is the final as they get the job done in Houston. We welcome you inside here to Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Much to discuss here on Warriors wrap up as the Warriors finally get that first road win of the season and uh clay thompson goes off in this game 36 minutes for clay he had 20 of his 41 points in the first quarter he started the game six for six shooting the basketball he ended up making 10 of 13 from three and the warriors needed every one of them really to hold off the rockets after building an 18 point lead in the first half that wound up getting flipped into a nine-point Rockets lead. So there was a 27-point swing at one point in this game from the Warriors being up 18 to trailing in the second quarter by as many as nine. But uh, a lot to like, and I talked about it on on the pregame on Warriors Live at around 3 o'clock this afternoon, about an hour before tip-off, and, and said, hey, it doesn't matter how it looks for the Warriors tonight. It doesn't matter if at times they're to struggle. It doesn't matter if you got to win ugly. It doesn't matter if you got to make 23s, or in this case for the Warriors, 24 threes. A win is a win is a win is a win, and there were no excuses to be made for the Warriors coming up short. They had been in positions similar to the one they found themselves in for the ball game tonight in Charlotte and Miami and Orlando and even in Sacramento going back a, a week ago tonight, and the Warriors came up as an offer in each of those games. So w- once it was uh, a one-possession game in the final six minutes or so, to see the Warriors finally be able to figure out a way to get it done regardless of how they had to do it, and they had to do it with a 74-point performance from the Splash Brothers, they needed every bit of it, and, and they got the win to get themselves now closer to that 500 mark at 8-9. and nine. So they're a game away 
from 500 after just what a couple of weeks ago dipping all the way down to three and seven after that zero and five road trip so road win number one I think everybody would have expected that it would have occurred prior to November the 20th but November the 20th it is and the Warriors now find themselves uh, with that one and eight road record to go with the seven and one home record and a game now within 500 and starting to get things maybe a little bit back on track as they have won five of the last seven since that road trip that they came off of a couple of weekends ago. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here as the Warriors win this one. And look, uh, we started off with Clay Thompson, and that's two consecutive games where Clay Thompson looked more like Clay Thompson. And to me, it wasn't as simple as, hey, Clay was making shots. This started the other night, and this started with really what we talked about a lot on Warriors wrap-up after the Phoenix game. Clay Thompson needed to make a change. Clay Thompson needed to get more committed to the team and, and taking the right shot, and if the right shot wasn't there, keeping the ball moving, and he did that in the game against the Knicks on Friday night. And I think it got him to a point where he was playing the game the right way and, and it got him in a rhythm and it got the team in a rhythm. So his shots now are, are instead of taking the team out of the rhythm of what they're trying to accomplish offensively, they're within the ry- rhythm and the framework. And that's how he can function and get his and even take a couple of heat checks here or there. I have no problem with a heat check or two if you're making them early The problem has become that it's almost been the opposite for Clay Thompson in the early part of this season where he would miss a couple and take a few more for each miss in an attempt to try and get himself back on track, almost like he was chasing the kind of game that he had tonight with every single shot in every single one of these games. So I don't know whether it was Draymond Green who had some pretty abrupt comments in his postgame press conference tonight where where he, in a roundabout way, said that, that he pretty much put Clay Thompson on blast Friday in, in saying, hey, you're a little bit more focused on yourself right now than the team. You're a competitive dude. Get back to focusing on the team, and it's going to get your individual game back to where you want it to be. And I think that's been the change. Clay Thompson deserves credit for making the change with his game over the last two games and you know the positive results have followed. And look, I said it on the podcast that I do each and every week, our Warriors Weekly podcast for 95.7 The Game that dropped on Friday, that Clay Thompson's probably got a 40-point game in him soon. The question is going to become, and, and tonight's not necessarily the night for it, but the question will be, how many of those is he going to have in comparison to the past? Because I still believe it's probably going to be fewer uh, than it has been in the past. But there are ways that Clay Thompson can function and help this basketball team playing the way that he did on Friday night. And I think playing the way that he did on Friday night and taking better shots and looking to, to put the ball on the floor a little bit and get rid of it in an attempt to get it back in the context of the offense – that sort of thing is going to lead to where he will have more games like Friday, and the Warriors can win a lot of games if he plays like he did on Friday. So I also think the games like tonight are going to come 
if you relax and you play the way that he did on Friday. And I thought tonight was an extension of that, just a better rhythm in this ball game. And he comes out hot. And you know what, Clay? If you're if you're hot and you're six for six, then take a couple of heat checks. And, and I thought Clay Thompson rebounded nicely tonight from the six for six, but then he he made one of his next seven at that point. So he was six for six, and then he was seven for 13, and he wound up seven for 10 to close it out. So he was really hot at the start. He was really hot down the stretch. He did have one heat check, three, I think, where the Warriors were up six uh, that that maybe you wouldn't want to take. But look, if you're making them at the level that Clay Thompson was making them tonight, then I don't think anybody really is going to – is going to mind a heat check here or there. The problem becomes when you're not making them on, on the nights and you're, and you're chasing your misses with, with more shots that are out of the context of the offense. So great night for Clay Thompson, building block for Clay Thompson over these last two games, all positive there. But again, he gets credit for not putting his head down and doing things the same way. It's for taking a deep breath and realizing that he needed to go about things a different way as he works himself into a a rhythm. Hey, don't sleep on Steph Curry tonight. 33 points, 15 assists, and six rebounds, including the dagger three to put the Rockets to bed that we mentioned right off the top and played the highlight of right off the top of the show. Uh, The Warriors really using their, their shooting and their skill and their ball movement, 38 assists on 46 field goals made. Steph Curry really setting the tone, I thought, with a lot of that tonight in the 15 assists to go with the, oh yeah, 7 of 14 from three-point range uh, on his own right. 17 for 27 for the Splash Brothers from three. You're going to win a lot of games if you're going to do that. Uh, Overcoming an athleticism disadvantage that was on display at times and overcoming a bench group that still was a problem for the Warriors in this game, in particular in the first half. I think you have to give Steve Kerr credit for making an adjustment, again going away from Jonathan Kaminga, who was awful in the first half. Uh, He also tweaked things. It was Looney and Kaminga and Lamb in the first half. That was the front line at the start of the second quarter. Start of the fourth quarter, Steve Kerr went to Draymond Green along with Jamichael Green, and Moses Moody got minutes uh, over Anthony Lamb. So Draymond and Jamichael Green out there instead of Kaminga and Looney, and then Moody got uh, the minutes uh, that Anthony Lamb got in the first half. So rough nights for Lamb and Kaminga, uh, but Steve Kerr adjusting the rotation to where that group didn't wreck what the starters had done in putting the Warriors back in front going into that fourth quarter. So a lot to get to between uh, now here and the end of the program over the course of the next hour. Let's get it rolling, though, on the phone lines at 888-957-9570 with Fred in Richmond. Up first here on Warriors wrap up on ninety five seven the game. What's going on, Fred? Hey, what's going on, man? Appreciate the uh, the call. Uh, I just wanted to say, give a shout out to Clay. He looked very, very comfortable tonight. And far as the media is concerned, <laughs> I could just imagine everybody tomorrow on all the talk shows. Oh, Clay is back. Clay is back. Clay never left. He didn't have a training camp. He's got his legs under him. And I can't wait for the game against the Clippers on Wednesday because I'm pretty sure he won't play tomorrow. And I just want him to continue to roll. If Jordan Poole can come out his slump tomorrow and over the next couple of games, the Warriors will be a third or fourth seed within a week and a half. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate the call. Uh, We don't know. Here's the reality. We don't know if Clay is back or not. 
Uh, because you know, Clay being back means he's going to be able to have games like tonight with some semi-regularity the way that he used to. And I, and I think we don't know the answer to that question, to be honest. So to say he never left, I mean, yeah, he didn't play basketball for two years. So he did leave. And he did come back, and he worked himself into form to where he could help the Warriors win a championship last year. The offseason has been well chronicled, and the fact that he didn't do much and the reasons why he didn't do much and being out of rhythm. Uh, but I, I think the last two games offer a real, some real positive signs that maybe things are getting back on a different track for Clay Thompson. But again, I, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to say it over and over. Clay Thompson has made an adjustment over these last two games to get himself back on track. It's not this is not the same bullheaded Clay Thompson that we saw in Phoenix on Wednesday night where his teammates were shaking their head at the shots that he was taking. We we can't get it twisted, we can't revise history. We can't act just because Clay Thompson has an old Clay Thompson kind of a game tonight as if the rest of what was going on throughout the course of this season wasn't real or 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 tonight was what is real and the rest of it is all fake. It, it, like it, it's all part of the equation here. So you give Clay credit. You hope that it is something that he can continue to build upon. And look, forget about tonight because tonight's an outlier in the positive. If he can limit how bad some of the bad games have been and turn those games closer to games like the game on Friday night, then he is going to be just fine. And the Warriors, well, he may not be what he was four or five years ago. Who cares at that point? Because he'll still be able to help this team win a lot of basketball games and get back to a point where maybe they can be competing for a, a top half seed in the Western Conference playoffs. And then you see how things shake out from there. 888-957-9570. Matt in North Oakland next here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Matt? Hey, what's up? Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, you know, I just wanted to say this team, uh, until tonight, this iteration of this team has never seen, quote-unquote, vintage play the hot hand. And I, I believe as these floodgates open, as the man himself said, I believe on Twitter, uh, as he becomes a patient player again, we're going to see good things and uh, and larger leads. I think his offense has been, you know, probably their number two issue, his lack of offense, rather, uh, behind the overall defense. But I was so encouraged when I saw him third. He grabbed his own rebound, kicked it out to Wiggins for three. I mean, it was beautiful. Uh, he had a few boards, a few assists, a couple steals. Um we don't need this guy to be the defensive clay he was before. Uh, if we see this clay all the time, even with the scoring cut in half, this team's going places. So that's what I got to say. Thanks for taking my call. All right, appreciate the call. 888-957-9570. Matt in North Oakland checking in here on 95.7 The Game. It, it, it's, just, it's great to see. And look, the Warriors needed it tonight. I mean, I, I wanted to skew positive on this thing tonight. and But, you know, there is another way of looking at this win and saying, well, damn, the Warriors made 24 threes and Steph and Clay went for 74 and Wiggins hit six threes himself. Haven't even mentioned him yet. 22 points, second straight game where they go for 20 or more, uh, all three of them, Steph and, and Clay and Wiggins. And yet, 
here they are right there down the stretch in a one-possession game against the worst team in the Western Conference, uh, a team that's now sitting there at 3-14 at and, and 14 on this young season. So you need to get the win first, and the Warriors hadn't been able to taste a road victory yet at any point this season. So I think the fact that they were able to find a way to get the job done for tonight is more important than, than the rest of it because they – needed to just get that box checked and move on to the next but there is a part of me that thought man uh, the Warriors needed a lot of things to to go right offensively to mitigate you know some of the athletic disadvantages that they had in comparison to a, a young team like the Rockets and I do think it is a little concerning a little concerning that this game was so similar to the Sacramento game and the Orlando game and the Charlotte game and a lot of these games on the road that, that the Warriors wound up losing just in that it's such a, a slog and they had to play so well. And they played by far offensively better tonight than they did in any of those games. And they needed all of that just to, to be able to eke out the win down the stretch with, with some better defense and, and I think more forceful rebounding and, and, and the like uh, in that fourth quarter. 888-957-9570, the Xfinity mobile text line open as well. As a couple of phone lines, let's get to Jacob next here on Warriors Wrap-Up with J.D. on 95.7 The Game. What's going on tonight, Jacob? Look, all I would like to say is that that second quarter was terrible. It was atrocious. It was not good. But like you were saying earlier, Andrew Wiggins, very, very underrated. I believe he's the Andre Iguodala of this iteration of basketball. Clay Thompson, a lot of people have given him praise. I wanted to give him praise, but too many people have given him praise before. He was amazing tonight. And I'm tired of people giving him so much slack. Dude is coming off two and a half years of not being able to play basketball. And he, he hasn't even had a full season to show who he is, you know. And... What he did tonight was absolutely amazing. It was immaculate. And just the way we were able to carry out the game, we had a very good start to the game. First quarter was very, very good. We let the Rockets into the game. In the second quarter, we played terrible. And we ended up carrying out the win. It was real nice. It was good to see. It was good to see us, you know, weather the storm, weather, weather the fire, and finally get that first road win. Thanks, Jacob. The issue with Clay Thompson has not been the results. And look, I, I came after him pretty good. You know, a couple of people on the text line said, man, J.D., you were all over Clay Thompson on Wednesday night in Phoenix. And, and I was. And, and part of the reason I was was because you could see that his teammates were frustrated with the fact that, that his own game and getting himself going and almost hunting a game like tonight – by taking everybody else out of the offense and, and putting the defense in bad positions, it was it was ticking people off. I mean, you had, you had players visibly shaking their heads at some of the some of the shots that he was taking. My issue, though, with Clay was never about the results per se. It was about the process. For it was about the fact that he was taking the the bad shots. It was the fact that he was clearly playing selfishly and didn't care that he was playing selfishly because essentially he was saying, I'm Clay Thompson, I'm that good. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm going to get mine. And I think the adjustment, and we'll see how long it lasts, but I think so far you can have an adjustment where you're, where you're still shooting it a ton 
because I think you look at tonight, I mean, Clay Thompson took more shots than anybody on the floor tonight at at 23, but it didn't feel like, you know, those uh, those shots were forces for the most part. Maybe a couple of them, maybe two or three of them. But again, when you're making shots and you're hot, you get the leeway. You get to take a couple shots that are so-called heat check shots. Now, if Clay Thompson had come out and he had been two for six at the start, and he kept jacking, and he and he was you know missing to the point where he took twenty three shots, but he was only making you know eight or nine of them. Then we would have a problem at that point. But that's not what he did, and he set the tone for himself, which I think set the tone for the rest of this team with the way that he tried to play on on Friday night. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for it. And if Draymond came after him in this team meeting on Friday, then I think Draymond deserves a lot of credit for it because Clay took it to heart. And, and, you know, that brings up another thing that's been questioned and discussed, and that is the nature of does Draymond Green's voice still carry weight in the Warriors' locker room after what happened with the punch of Jordan Poole? And let me tell you something. If Draymond was able to tell Clay that Clay was a little out of pocket with the way he was playing and Clay made the adjustment, then that tells you absolutely 100% that Draymond Green's voice still carries weight in the Warriors locker room. And if it carries weight for a future Hall of Famer like Clay Thompson, it should carry weight for some of the other younger players on this roster. Remains to be seen how that plays out. Younger players are not veterans. There's a mix that the Warriors are trying to blend. But I think the fact that Clay was receptive to making those changes is also an indicator that maybe Draymond's clout in that locker room is is one of a little bit more respect here, certainly than it was four to six weeks ago. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Robin in San Francisco. Hey, Robin, how you doing tonight? Hi, hi, JD. You know, I usually take you know these glasses and everything with, with a grain of salt, a salt, and you know try to be level headed. But I have to admit, tonight I was like. I guess a little bit of you, because, you know, I listen to you all the time and call in on, on Saturdays. I was like, boy, J.D.'s right. If they don't win, I was getting mad, J.D., when they was down. I was actually getting mad for the first time the whole season, right? I was like, you bunch of scrubs, you bums. Oh, my God. So, anyway, I just <laughs> <laughs> pulled it out. But I want to say this, and I don't want to be negative. I like your insight on this. So... I believe, like, all the, you know, you just called up, you know, 74 points, I guess, between, you know, amongst uh, Stephanie and, you know, Wiggins' contribution and offensively the contribution from, uh, you know, the known players. But the defense um, is the reason why I think that that other – they were shooting well, too, but the defense, in particular the transition defense, like not – not closing your man out, um, just little small things like that. I think besides the athleticism, why they got back into the game. So I would like for you to share your insight with me about why was they fouling so much? Um, is it because they were getting beat off the dribble? Is it because they weren't quick? Is it their age? I mean, you know, help me out here. Thanks a lot. Yes, yes, and yes, Robin. It is the athletic, and really, you could make the case, and I don't want to disparage the Rockets. I mean, they do have some young, talented players on their team. I mean, I think Jabari Smith's going to be a nice player in the league. I think Jalen Green's going to be a nice player in the league. Kevin Porter has shown that he can do some things in this league. Shingoon 
is somebody that, that didn't play great tonight. I think Kevon Looney probably deserves some credit for that. Uh, only four points in, in 23 minutes as, as they're starting big. But I think the one thing the Rockets do do have in their bag of tricks is the ability to get out in transition and defend and try and steal the ball and try and you know make it an up-and-down tempo game to where you can get rebounds and second-chance shots and deflections and – and, and different things like that uh, and, and you know, move forward in, in that kind of vein. And I think the Warriors are a step slow at times and, and less athletic than certain teams. And I think the age is part of it. I think you know, poor positioning is, is part of it. And so you really saw when the Warriors got off to the, to the big lead, the 18-point lead and, and the 40-28 to 28 lead at the end of the first quarter – the game also flipped when the bench group came in and you know that the second quarter was awful but it was like we had seen so many different times in the early part of the season it was any combination of bench and a starter or two when curry's out of the game and the warriors have had this thing snowball on them pretty fast and it snowballed on them tonight it was jordan pool with dante divincenzo anthony lamb jonathan kaminga and kavon looney at the beginning of the quarter and things immediately flipped and we've seen things flip to the point where even when the starters come back into the game the Warriors starters are are unable to to turn the tide in short order so yeah the 18 point lead was turned quickly into the into the 9 point deficit and they were fouling too much i thought the warriors did salvage uh, the end of the first half to the point where they were only down 5 Klay uh, Thompson knocked down a couple of shots after he he made the first six, and then he was one for seven after that. Knocked down two threes going into halftime, which helped it not be worse for the Warriors. And he ended up with 26 of the 41 in the first half tonight. But the, the two that he hit there at the back end of the second quarter were key. You got to give Steve Kerr credit for making the adjustment. He went away from Anthony Lamb. He went away from Kaminga. He played Draymond Green and Jamichael Green together, and he gave Moses Moody a little bit of run, I think because Lamb and, and Kaminga were both so ineffective, and that helped in the in the second half stem the tide to where the Warriors, I think, were a minus two in the minutes where Curry was, was out of the game, and he staggered it to try and get the veterans as much playing time as possible to to, to – guide them to the victory in this one. And they, they were able to do it, and they still needed uh, a whole heck of a lot of, of shot-making down the stretch to be able to, to finish the deal. 888-957-9570. It's John Dickinson, Warriors wrap-up here on 95.7 The Game. Warriors win tonight for the first time on the road, 127-120. to 120. Let's get to uh, Enoch in Connecticut joining me here on Warriors wrap-up. What's going on tonight, Enoch? Oh, what's up, guys? I just wanted to come on here and say uh, how good Clay was tonight. I'm just hoping that uh, after these games, uh, Clay will be able to keep the momentum for the rest of the season. And uh, hopefully this win, this first road win, gives them the momentum for the to keep winning more road games. Thanks for the call. Good phone call. Don't make it your last here on Warriors Wrap-Up on, on 95.7 The Game. Uh, 888-957-9570. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr. We're going to hear from Draymond Green. We're also going to hear from Clay Thompson between now and 8 o'clock as the Warriors do get that first road win. And what does that road win do as far as the standings? Just looking at the Western Conference standings right now. So the Warriors are 
a half game out now of the play-in tournament. So they were they were three and seven. They they'd been I think as low as thirteen in the West with only the the Lakers and Rockets. They're they're slowly inching their way up here uh, in in the Western Conference, but now only a half game out of tenth. Warriors are only what two games out of sixth right now, and it's all jumbled up. the The best team in the Western Conference right now, and there are one, two, three, four, five teams right now in the Western Conference that all have six losses, and those teams are are all the best five teams record-wise in the West right now. So you're three out in the loss column, and it's really been split up uh, as far as, you know, no dominant teams, and the two teams that that really started off as hot as anybody, Utah and Portland, were unexpected. Those two teams were probably projected to be in the bottom five, at least in the bottom six or seven of the Western Conference, bottom half, let's say, of the Western Conference. So so the Warriors right now are are skating a little bit with this bad start as they start to play better and winning five of the last seven, uh, only three and a half out of even the top spot overall. So it is still early, but there's a major difference between making sure you get a win like tonight and being eight and nine and what it would look like if they had dropped maybe tonight's game and, and a couple of other ones, uh, you know, or even another one or two at home. So they're getting things on track, and now you can start to see it really is all jumbled up between a, a group of really, I would say, probably 11 teams right now that are all uh, can make a case that, that they could really be in any position when it's all said and done uh, in the Western Conference. So uh, let's keep it rolling on the phone lines here before we pause. Adam in San Jose next on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, Adam? What's up, J.D.? Uh, hello? I, I got you loud and clear, Adam. Hey, Go for it. Uh, hey, hey, J.D., how you doing, man? I'm just Good, really concerned about this defense, man. At this point, I think the only issue is losing Mike Brown. That's something no one's talking about. That's something I haven't. We keep blaming Poole and Kaminga, and none of these guys can play defense, which is still the case. But the biggest loss was Mike Brown. We need to fire Kenny Atkinson if he's the one that replaced Mike Brown and get a real defensive-minded coach here to be uh, Kerr's assistant. Because obviously he's not preaching anything in practice, and we're just getting our butts handed to us out there. It's ridiculous. Poole keeps getting blown by. Thompson did a better job staying in front of his defenders, but uh, Thompson is still not the best defender. Um, Draymond and Loon fouling machines. All they do is foul. We, I, I really think we need to take a look at this assistant coach uh, position and maybe replace Kenny Atkinson and bring someone that has yeah. the same mindset as Mike Brown. Yeah, and they, look, Mike Brown went up to Sacramento, and the Kings won again. They beat Detroit this afternoon in Sacramento, so they've won six in a row uh, after they were three and six. Just to give Warrior fans a little perspective, uh, the night that Clay Thompson fouled Kevin Herter and it wasn't called, the Kings were three and six. They haven't lost since in, in the last two weeks. They've won six consecutive games since that one. They're nine and six. They are still one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. <laughs> They're scoring at an unbelievable level. They won 137 to 129 against the Pistons this afternoon in Sacramento. And Chris DeMarco has been the one that's taken over the bulk of the, the defensive responsibilities as well. I think it's more 
on the players right now than it is on the scheme, to be perfectly honest. And they they lost Gary Payton a second. They lost Otto Porter, who was a solid, steady vet. Uh, the, they were doing some things that were that were team specific last year or opponent specific last year, I think, to get the defense on track. But I, I just think the veterans did not come in committed to playing defense on a night in night out basis. And part of that is straight up championship hangover. But when you intend to do that and you're a little bit slow because you're a little bit older and your bench isn't good because the young players can't stabilize games for you in certain ways or or things get worse when they're in the game, then you got to play that much better when the starters are in the game. So I think that it's been a snowball effect where the starters have kind of tried to coast defensively. There's been some bad shots, which have hurt the transition defense. They're a step slow, I think, getting off the jump uh, as far as fouling. And then that leads to breakdowns and and the whole thing just becomes a mess. So I, I, I would tell you if I didn't think so, but I think for now, it's more on the players than the coaching, but we'll keep an eye on it as we move forward here. 888-957-9570. couple of lines open here as we keep things rolling. We'll pause, though, right now. Warriors beat the Rockets 127-120, and you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (laughs) 
throws right wing, Thompson launches, buries a triple with 2.6 to go in the quarter. The Warriors lead by three, 97-94. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. Yeah, that three capped a 36-29 third quarter advantage for the Warriors and they go on to win 127 to 120, outscoring the Rockets 30 to 26 in the fourth. John Dickinson with you here on Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. So the Warriors now eight and nine on the season as they get their first road win of 2022-23. They are now one and eight away from Chase Center. Monster game from Clay Thompson. Really a legendary performance from Clay in this one as he goes for 41, 20 in the first quarter. 14 of 23 shooting, 10 of 13 from three, and the Warriors needed all of it along with just a spectacular Steph Curry game. Steph Curry's line was just amazing, and and the 33 and the, the dagger three and the fade and night-night and all of that to finish this thing, but 15 assists. The Warriors had 38 assists on 46 made field goals, shot 53 0.5% for the game. Curry with six rebounds, two blocks, and three steals. So he was all over the place in this game tonight for the Warriors. Just absolutely tremendous. And because of what Klay Thompson was doing, you almost didn't realize how dominant a game Stephen Curry was having in this one as the two pair up to go for 74 combined. And then Andrew Wiggins pitched in 22 uh, and five boards and knocked down six three-pointers. So you look at that, and it's 96 for the Warriors' top three scorers and Curry, Thompson, and Andrew Wiggins, and that's uh, how they were able to prevail in this one. 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and hear from the head coach, Steve Kerr, as he addressed the media at Toyota Center in Houston following this one. Guys, and there's all other you know, after getting the worst first road win of the season, how does it feel to finally get that by? Well, long overdue, but um, you know, we were happy to get the win and um, did a lot of good things offensively, um, moved the ball beautifully, and then you know, kind of shot ourselves in the foot to let them get back in it. But um, I give uh, give Houston a lot of credit. Uh, they got a lot of young guys and they're competing and they they battle to get back in the game, so um. Just glad we were able to finally get a road win. Uh well, we didn't execute and um on on offense and uh the defense suffered as a result. You know, we were uh, we were turning the ball over quite a bit and getting bad shots. Some of those were just felt like uh, you know, we call them shot turnovers when you take a bad shot and and all of a sudden you're compromised in transition and uh other teams coming downhill at you. So uh, the game game got away from us there. But, um, you know, our our vets, I thought, came in, did a great job down the stretch to close the game. And second half was better. You know, we uh, we changed the rotation up a little bit, put Draymond with uh, the, uh, the, the second unit to start the fourth quarter, which uh, settled the group down a little bit. And uh, so hopefully we can, uh, you know, take this and, and try to get a little momentum. You know, closing games has been a struggle for you guys on the road. How do you feel like a team responded to that early adversity? No, they did a good job. And, and it's sometimes it's, you know, you just have to dig your way out of the hole. And yeah, that's what it felt like uh, tonight. Uh, defensively, we 
after losing engagement in that game, um, second half, we really had to, to fight. And um, I thought in the fourth quarter, we did a pretty good job defensively. Clay posted on Instagram last week, uh, promising his followers that the floodgates were going to open soon. I think he's shooting like 56% of the field over his last two weeks. I hope his followers uh, are happy you know, with Clay promising that, and I hope there's a lot of good interaction uh, between the followers and Clay, and that everybody can be really happy now. I know there's a lot of Mike Brandy Williams. He's kind of been like, he's kind of like the unsung hero. Do you get enough credit? What do you think of the yeah, I mean, you know, he was an all-star last year and he got great uh, recognition for doing what he did in the playoffs. And, um, you know, he's a he's a world champion. And, um, you know, there's a reason we extended his contract. And, you know, we feel like Wiggs is a big part of the team right now and into the future. So he's really learned how to compliment uh, Steph and, and uh, the group. And, uh, you know, he um, knocked down some big shots for us tonight. He's going to play better too. I, I don't think his defense has been um, as good as it was um, last year. And I think he knows that. And I think um, it goes hand in hand with our, our team's overall defense. I think every single guy has to you know, look in the mirror and, and um, coaches too. You know, we have to think about our schemes and, and possibly make some adjustments because we're, we're giving up too many points. Uh, he works really hard. Um, you know, he's uh, he's gotten very comfortable in our our uh, our game and he's getting a lot of good looks from from the corners where he's really uh, effective from. No, you know, it was it was heavy night tonight. So uh, the performance staff will get a good look at, at our guys and see if uh, how they feel about tomorrow. But, uh, you know, tough schedule flying across the, the country um, yesterday and then back to back and flying home. So um, we'll we'll have to get a good read on how our guys are doing. All right. So a couple of things addressed there that had come up throughout the first 40 minutes or so that, that I've been on the air here. One, I mean, Steve Kerr really for the first time revealing there toward the end of that postgame press conference that, that there could be some potential for some defensive scheme adjustments. I know we had a caller that was that was really frustrated with the, the coaching and kind of wondering what was going on with Mike Brown moving on to Sacramento and who has taken over a lot of those responsibilities and, and things not necessarily clicking to this point uh, in the season. That was the first time, and, and you look at tonight, uh, with there being so many different breakdowns at, at times and all of the fouling and all of that. So that Steve Kerr did address the fact that potentially there could be there could be something uh, of, as far as, as making some, some adjustments as to what they're trying to accomplish. And the other thing on the Xfinity mobile text line that came up was tomorrow and whether tomorrow is going to be a load management game. I would think it has the potential to be uh, a load management game. You, you look at, at this stretch that the Warriors are, are involved in now, really going back to, to last Friday. But if you want to start it a week ago tonight in Sacramento, it would be tonight would have been the fifth game in eight nights. Uh, it, it extends out to, to six games in 10 nights, seven and 11. So you're looking at seven games in 11 nights. You're looking at six games in nine nights uh, over the course of, you know, going back to last Sunday night's game in Sacramento that, that the Warriors did lose to the Kings. So uh, I think there is, uh, unfortunately for the fans in New Orleans, a decent chance that the Warriors may 
rest some of the starters tomorrow and go with a, a load management game, go with a developmental game, which would allow some of the young players to, to get back uh, into the fold and, and get a little bit more run. There also may be uh, a scenario where the Warriors veterans say, hey, I want to play tomorrow and, and let's get after this and let's try and make a push and try and try and win a game tomorrow to get to to get to 500. Now, if you do that, there's no guarantee you are necessarily going to win that game. And the, and the Pelicans are a, a team that's you know playing pretty well here at the beginning of the season, looking at them you know, nine and seven. So they're right there uh, at this point, five and three home, four and four on the road. So uh, but if you could somehow get tomorrow's game, you'd be feeling really good coming back home for the for the holiday and a couple of games here around Thanksgiving at, at nine up and nine down, considering you were three and seven two weeks ago. But uh, yeah, Clay Thompson, uh, he addressed it in his press conference. We'll hear from Clay momentarily, but it looks like he's not going to play in any back. I'd be stunned if he plays in, in back-to-backs this year. Uh, and so tonight things are going well. Take tomorrow night off. We'll see if Jordan Poole can get rolling a little bit going back into the, the starting lineup. Does it become a full-blown developmental game? We'll see. You know, maybe this is one of those games where where Steph and Draymond take the night off and, and, and maybe Wiggins plays uh, in the game and, and Looney as well. So remains to be seen, but but I would still bet, you know, look look for around maybe 10, 11 o'clock in the morning tomorrow as far as uh, an injury report with the announcement of what the plan will be for the Warriors in that game tomorrow. Uh, let's uh, keep it rolling here. 888-957-9570, Warriors 127, Rockets 120. Uh, let's hear from Draymond Green now as he met with the media at Toyota Center uh, after the ball game. Really kind of hurt the guys in the locker room. It sounded like everyone's really talking about it. Their eyes and feelings. Sounds good. Um, you know, we understand, you know, understood that we're what 0 and 8 on the road or something. And in order to win big in this league, you got to win road game. So it's good to get that first one under your belt. Now we get to get, now we got to build on it. I think we continue to defend. Oh. Had lapses there in the game, but down the stretch, we were able to get stops. Thought there were a couple of loose balls we could have and should have came up with. Uh, but overall, we got stops, and then Clay and Steph hit shots. So it was beautiful. Speaking of Clay, you told us after last game that you had a conversation with Friday morning or something like that. What, what have you seen in his game that's been different over these last two games since you've been on? Uh, he's been Clay Thompson. He is. Not worried about what happens with Clay. Uh, he's worried about what happens with this team. And when Clay worries about what happens with this team, Clay plays great and we win. I've always said he's the most competitive guy that I've ever played with. And the most important thing to him has always been winning. At times, we all get away from who we are, you know, and in a brotherhood, you need someone to bring you back to who you are. And I think, um, you know, I have no doubt in my mind that if it was me, he'd do the same thing. Draymond, what did you see from this Rockets team tonight? What advice would you have for them, um, knowing that you guys are once the young and up-and-coming team trying to win something? Uh, just stick with it, man. Uh, practice good habits. You know, don't just, because you're on a team that's 3-14, and 14, don't play like that. Uh, practice good habits because it can all change fast. It can change this year. It can change next year, but you have to build good habits. And if you don't build good habits, uh, then the habits that you build become who you are. And uh, they have a lot of young talent. Um, K Kevin Porter, KPJ is incredible. 
Jalen Green is incredible. Jabari Smith is incredible. They have a lot of young talent. And, um, you know, they, they, they can be really good down the line. But when you're on a team that's struggling, you see a lot of guys, a lot of young guys come in this league and, and they just play the wrong way. And then they finish their career playing the wrong way. You know, um, then you end up in a much different position than you should be in later on in your career because you built bad habits in the first two or three years of your career. So I just uh, say to those young guys and um, challenge them to try to do everything the right way. I know they're being taught the right way, so just practice that because in the long run, that's what's going to change this from a losing team to a winning team, a, a, a losing young, talented team to a, a winning veteran team. You know, like your team uh, impacting the game without necessarily scoring the ball, and Tari Eason came in and made a, a pretty big impact. You know, he did score the ball. What did you see from him coming off the bench like this? He was incredible. Uh, he made all the hustle plays. He was incredible off the bench. KJ was incredible off the bench. Uh, both of those guys made hustle plays, came up with loose balls. Uh, they got to the rim. I think they both uh, knocked the three or two down. You know, they, they really play well. But I, I like um, Tar. He's finding his way in this league. You know, and it's guys like that that stick and become somebody in this league. Uh, not worried about what can I do for myself. Uh, coming in and doing all the dirty work. And every team needs that. It's going to be great to see him grow in that role and continue to stick to that because if he does, uh, he'll have a long career in this league because every team needs it. You know, JP was just three for eight tonight, um, 36 points a couple nights ago. Phoenix, no field goals, but you know, tonight, it's not like he was the loudest voice in the locker room. So, what's it for me to kind of win like through the highs and lows? Uh, you know, you really just try to stay consistent, um, you know, regardless of who you are and, and what you're going through. Sometimes some for some guys, it's tougher than others. Um, you know, with him, still, we're still trying to figure that second unit out that can weigh on you, you know. And so uh, you just want to stay consistent. And, you know, I think he's doing a good job. Like I said before, he's figuring it out. It's a totally new role for him. And, you know, he's doing what he has to do to figure it out. And, you know, it's on us to continue to help him with that. All right, so Draymond Green there uh, following the Warriors' win in Houston tonight. Road win number one, 127 to 120. Most telling quote, I think, from Draymond Green, and we've talked a lot about this over the last 48 hours, and it, it's the fact that, that Draymond, it sounds like, called out Clay to, to his face. And you look at the audio that we just played, and, and Draymond, I've always said, on Clay, he's the most competitive guy that I've ever played with, and the most important thing to him has always been winning. At times, we all get away from who we are. In a brotherhood, you need somebody to bring you back to who you are. Uh, and the other part of this that, that preceded that was he's not worried about what happens with Clay. He's worried about what happens with the team. When Clay worries about what happens with this team, plays. Clay plays great and we win. If that's not a statement that Clay was being selfish, and I think his play would clearly show you that he was being selfish to the point where teammates were visibly frustrated with him. Like that that's what the one thing that does kind of drive me nuts here is Clay has a game like he did did tonight. He has a real nice game on Friday night, and the conversation immediately shifts toward oh the trolls. What were the trolls saying? You know, I Clay made the point and we'll, we'll play it so I should probably hold off here the, in, until we do play it that, that he let the trolls get in his head and, and and to me it's like no man you like I give you credit for making the adjustment 
you played the last two games differently in terms of process than you had been up until this season. It sounds like Draymond basically told him he was being selfish and to, to bring it back to the team and everything will be fine and, and you'll you'll get back on track doing it that way. And it sounds like Clay took it to heart and moved forward and made the adjustment. And because he changed his process, the results have followed. That's how this thing plays out. This isn't about... Well, Clay was always going to do it, and if you were upset that he wasn't doing it or you thought that he wasn't this or that, you were wrong. No, Clay was playing not the right way. And the last couple of games, he's played much closer to the right way, and because of that, he's been rewarded, and the Warriors team has been rewarded with a couple of victories. Plain and simple. I don't want to hear the next couple of days, and I'm going to be in for Guru all week here on 95.7 The Game, but I don't want to hear that, oh, this is about the trolls. This is about the, the, the people that were criticizing Clay. They're not real Warrior fans. Get out of here with all of that. Get out of here with all of that. That's a bunch of nonsense. All right, uh, let's hear from Clay Thompson, man of the hour tonight from Houston. The 41-point performance, 10 of 13 from three, and uh, Clay Thompson addressed everything surrounding this one. You were on Instagram last week and tweeted a picture of yourself and promised your follower that the floodgates were going to open soon. Yeah. Um, I think you're shooting like 56% over these last two games. Do you feel like the floodgates are beginning to open, or are they have they swung right over this Well, when you hit 10 threes, I would. I, I can confidently say they're open and it's just something for me to build on. You know, I've been really wanting a game like this, so it felt great to just let that thing fly and play with a free mind. Steph getting all going all season long, so it felt good to help him a little bit. And uh I mean it just felt good to have a big game, man. I'm really I'm a, I'm my harshest critic, so the first 10 games of the season weren't easy for me. So to come out and be myself again, it felt incredible. And like I said, it's just something for me to build on and keep to keep going. Do you feel like your loads this season have been criticized? No, I don't care anymore. I really let the trolls get to me. Like, what what am I doing? You know, like I had a, just a revelation where I was like, man, like just be you and everything will play out. And Criticize me all you want, but I know how great I am and what I'm capable of, and I think real Warrior fans know that as well. You know, kind of take us through the energy in the locker room right now. How you know, feeling your first game of season? Huh. Well, one more cl- game closer to 500, which is not the best record, but at least uh, we got that freaking thing off our back, and it's just something to build on. Like I said, and we st- we built this dynasty off winning road games, and I know we will get back to doing that. I mean, they're so young, man. Like, I'm looking at those guys. I'm like, man, like, they already got used in the league, and they were they're younger than I, Steph and Dre and I were at this point in their career. So they're very talented, and you just got to be patient if you're a fan of the Rockets because, I mean, they had an incredible 2010s with, with James and CP and that team, and his team um, can obviously build something. But, I mean, they're all very talented. It's crazy playing against Kenyon Martin Jr. I swear I played against his dad my rookie year, so that made me feel kind of aged. But they uh, love John Lucas too, man. He's really, really a legend. Obviously, you know, when it comes to these road losses that you guys you know, built up this year, closing out games in the fourth quarter has been you know, one of the biggest troubles. Mm-hmm. What would be different than you guys tonight? 
We got great shots. Um, we rebounded better down the stretch. I think they were killing us on the boards all night. Steph made an incredible dagger shot. That rainbow was in just what he does. And it was cool to hear the crowd react the way they did because, I mean, everyone com can't, comes for a show when the Warriors are in town. And I think he uh, kind of solidified that showmanship with that shot. That was, I was even like, wow, that's incredible. I'm not sure. It's up to the training staff. But, you know, me, I, I love to hoop. So, but I trust them. They've got us to a championship last year. And, yeah, so Clay Thompson trusting the the trainers and and the physician staff and all of that as to what will happen for tomorrow night. But I think we've we've pretty much all all but been told that he's probably not going to play in any of these back to backs over the course of of the season. Steve Kerr hinting at that a couple of weeks ago. We'll see if something changes. But at this point, giving Clay a couple of nights before coming back at home, and what an ovation he'll get off of these last couple of games when the Warriors do return to the Chase Center hardwood on Wednesday and take on the L.A. Clippers. All right, one quick phone call before we call it a night. Uh, we got to get Ricky in Boston in here to finish things up uh, on Warriors wrap-up. Ricky, you get the final word tonight, my brother. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for giving me the last word. Listen, real quick before I get to my clay point, did the Steve say that Wiggins' defense needs to step up a little bit? Did I hear that right? He did. He did. There were two. Yeah, yes, I, I, and I, 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 and I failed to. Yeah, go ahead. No, no. I, I've been watching the games. You know, I got the NBA league pass. So you know, Warriors and the Pelicans are actually my two favorite teams. And you know, I think I said it the other night. Wiggins' defense this season hasn't been that good, man. Um, but yeah, good. It, it could improve. But back to Clay. Listen, you know I'm a huge Clay Thompson fan, and I'm happy for him. But I just I want I want this to you know be a progress of more consistent player from him. It doesn't have to be 40 nights. It could be 16, 18 points. You know, but you know, just you know, basically don't don't go back to the Clay Thompson that we just watched the last previous 10 games. You know what I mean? Let's just build on this. Let's build from the the Knicks game, the Rockets game. Let's just keep building. Get your confidence back. You know, not every night has to be a 40-point night, Clay. You, you know, man, we know that you're great. And, you know, if Clay's great, the Warriors are great. Thank you, Josh, for having me. Go Warriors. Yeah, exactly right. It's about the process. Sometimes playing the way that he played on Friday night and the way that he played tonight will add up to 20. Sometimes it'll add up to 40. Uh, but if, if you play more patiently – Keep the ball moving. Don't feel like you got to shoot your way out of out of every miss into two more makes. If you do that, the games like tonight are going to come. The games like tonight, you can't go aim for a game like tonight. It just has to happen when you're in a rhythm and you're hot and you're able to to figure things out. Yes, and that's that's a good good pull. Uh, by our guy Ricky on something that I didn't mention coming off of the Steve Kerr press conference. Yeah, he was a little critical of, of Wiggins' defense not being maybe at the level that it, it needed to be. But I think overall the starters collectively haven't played defense at the level that they did a year ago. And I've I've sort of put that on championship hangover. But the truth is because Andrew Wiggins is still, what, a 27-year-old player and by comparison one of the younger players of the Warriors championship core now – He's somebody they need to lean on almost to, to help guide them through because some of the older players maybe don't have it as much or as consistently at the, at the, that level on, on the defensive end. All right, that'll do it. Quick turnaround. Uh, appreciate a lot of good phone calls tonight here on, on Warriors Wrap-Up, so appreciate that. Some text messages as well. Quick turn for the Dubs back in action tomorrow as they'll take on the Pelicans. 5 o'clock for that one. Warriors live at 4 
as uh, Damon and Rada were going to have that for you here on 95.7 The Game. And then I'm back with Warriors wrap-up afterwards uh, right here. So keep it locked at 95.7 The Game. And then I'm going to be in with Steiny uh, tomorrow and all week from noon to 3 as well. So uh, thanks to Sterling. Thanks to everybody in our studios here in San Francisco. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Warriors finally off the schneid on the road, 127 to 120 over the Rockets. And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.